0: Okay, so I will pursue you. I will pursue your presence. You know, I could worship the Lord when I get to heaven. I can say, I have all eternity to worship you. Um, Right now, I'm just going to be more aware of myself. You know, otherwise God could also say, I have all eternity to love you. Just live your life, and when you come here, I will love you. But he didn't say that, and neither am I going to say that. Now is the moment to worship. Now is the moment to know him. Pursue him with everything you have. Be more aware of him than you are of yourself.
1: Dang. Testing. One, two. You got me on? Hello, hello. Great job, Nina. Great job. That was awesome. Yeah. Let me just get reorganized here real quick before I drop my, my microphone thingy thing. All right, let's keep going. Another testimony. We have the amazing second year student, Nancy Marco, who's going to share a brief testimony about what Screaming Training has been for her. Come on, Nancy. Welcome, Nancy. <laughs> to
0: hi everybody, hi, everybody.
1: Um, I want to thank Brant and Suzanne for the encouragement and support for having the kingdom training thank you Lenny for your vulnerability and your passion thank you Angela for your spirit of excellence thank you Daniel for your unconditional love and ha. Huh, your love and encouragement and support for me this year. And thank you, Dana, for your stability, your heart, your leadership. Thank you, Blaine, for your passion. Thank you for your leaders, Shandy and Tammy. We've had some memorable sayings over the last couple of years. Um, How many of you remember flip it and flip it good? (laughs) How about no shame, no blame, no guilt? How about um, (laughs) Shabbat? These are inside jokes, I guess, sorry. Uh, One that means a lot to me is from Graham Cook, where he said, um, God, what do you want to be for me in this situation? So it's like every situation that you're in, God, what do you want to be? And one that Lonnie and I took off on is see God in everything. I started Kingdom training. uh, there's one scripture that kind of best describes why I came to kingdom training, and it's from the Message Bible. It's Matthew 11:28 through 30. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Yeah. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. You know, when we see Jesus face to face, we're all going to, we want him to say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what we want to hear, and we're going to hear that. And But you know what? I... I've come to think that um, that doesn't mean how many people you've prayed for that their leg grows out or how many encouraging words you've given on the street. It doesn't even mean how many toil- toilet bowls you've cleaned. <laughs> That's not what it means when he says, Well done, thou good, good and faithful servant. It's, he, um, it's did you learn to love? Did you learn to love. That's our goal and our mission and everything. And so did you learn to love? And if we can answer yes, Lord, and we will, um, he's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Okay. My keyboard is gone. Okay. That's all right. Um, okay. So I just want to end with it with a song that, um, We sang over and over and over again, um, especially first year. And um, it meant a lot to me. Danced to it a lot, cried through it a lot. (laughs) Um, It's called Restoration.
0: You've taken my pain. You call me by a new name. You've taken my shame, and in its place, you give me joy. You've taken my pain, you've called me by a new name. You've taken my shame, and in its place, you give me joy. You take my mourning and turn it into dancing. You take my weeping and turn it into laughing. You take my mourning and turn it into dancing. You take my sadness and turn it into joy. You've taken my pain. You've called me by a new name, you've taken my shame, and in its place, you give me joy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, you make all things new, you make all things new, hallelujah. You bring restoration, you bring restoration, you bring restoration to my soul.
1: Did not, did not need no piano on that one. Thank you, Ness. that sounds beautiful. <laughs> we have one more speaker for the night. It's our second year student, and Wynn. She's a spiritual daughter to me and my wife. And we love her deeply. Jazz, we love you, Jazz. Come on up.
2: I just want to tell you, Kingdom Training family, that I love you guys. Um, You guys are just so awesome and have blessed me so much. Holy Spirit, I just ask you to come. I pray that you'd come in wisdom and revelation. And I pray you'd shine your light in truth. Okay, so tonight I just have one question that's basically gonna be like the precursor of my whole talk. So hopefully I'll stay on topic with conquering in the kingdom, but I'm a writer, so when I'm writing things down, it kind of is like all over the place, so I'll try and stay on topic. Um, I grew up thinking that I had a pretty clear view of who I was. Um, basically based off of what my emotions told me from day to day. And in my day-to-day life, my emotions were all over the place. And so they told me anything but positive. So in high school, I began to identify myself with drugs and alcohol. But the beauty in all of that was that my Papa God was there with me in everything. He never forgot about me. So when he finally got a hold of my life, I was zealous, and I'm like, okay, God, this is it. You're all I want. And I was just spending so much time with him in my prayer closet, and I'm like, I'm never going back to any of that stuff. We're just going forward from here. So let me just say that even though my heart was in the right place, my soul wasn't fully lining up with my spirit. So, of course, me being naive, I'm like, yes, I'm going to ministry school, I'm going to travel the world, and then after that I'm going to be preaching, I'm going to be doing all this stuff, and basically the performance thing. <laughs> that got a hold of me. But little did I know that God is more focused on our character than on our works. Come on. <laughs> so once I realized the process that it would take for me to get from where I, wanted to, where I was to where I wanted to be, I fell back into a spiral of emotions. So it's true what they say about circumstance, that it reveals who we really are on the inside. And honestly, I didn't like who I was, but I just figured out a way how to live with myself. I couldn't see myself as the righteous person that God said that I was, and I couldn't see myself as beautiful. I couldn't see myself as his beloved daughter. And to make it worse, I kept picking up on old bad habits of the drugs and alcohol. So if I was this truly amazing person that God said I was, then why is it that I'm still falling back on these things when the going gets rough? So every time I asked myself that question, the shame just kept on building and building and building, and I didn't know how to let it go. But God cares so much about us knowing our identity. It's the most important thing. And so we all know that we're new creations in him, right? I hope so. So even though we're new creations and Jesus did it all for us on the cross, that doesn't mean that it stops there. For the past year, the Lord has been teaching me what a real marriage looks like between him and me. And... He told me one day, it's a two-way street. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Um, (laughs) And another day he told me, Jasmine, you know, you're responsible for what you carry. And what you decide to do with that responsibility will determine the outcome of your fruit. So we determine the outcome of our fruit. So if we're saying yes to the enemy and yes to what our soul is saying, that's, we won't bear any fruit that way. But when we say yes to God, that's when we bear our fruit and we learn to value what he's given us by stewarding it. And we can begin to value the journey and not the destination. And then from there, we can mature and walk in a spirit of excellence. So finally, just this year, it took me all the way to this year, to really realize and make a decision whether I was going to let my soul win over my emotions or let God's heart win me over with my emotions following in sync with that. So I'm telling you, (laughs) once you get your soul cleaned up, you'll begin to see victory. It's time for a spring, summer, fall, and winter cleaning. (laughs) Amen? Let's start to agree with who God says we are and stop focusing on what the enemy has pathetically tried to make us out to be. For too long, I've let the enemy come in my life and take over things and run things. But I'm putting my foot down and I'm saying, no, I'm going to walk forward and march forward and stand in who I am. So I used to sit around when I'd be in my moods. And I would be thinking, oh, well, this is just how it is. And God's timing, he'll take care of things. And he's, he's got it all in his plan. But I understand that God has timing for everything. And he has his hand on our life. But honestly, I use that as a flat-out excuse as to why I wasn't walking in my responsibility for myself and my own stuff. So... What would happen if we all just said yes to every opportunity that the Lord gave us? (laughs) It's a crazy thought to think about. (laughs) So time is just an illusion because there's no time in the spirit. In the spirit, if you want it, you can have it. You can have anything, you just have to be willing. So don't let the fear of going through the hard stuff be that one thing that's going to keep you from your victory. I believe that we can put a demand on heaven and pull the future into now. I mean, why not? Mary did it at the wedding of Canaan when she pulled the future into the present. It wasn't time for Jesus' healing ministry or his ministry of signs and wonders to start yet. But she pulled the future into the present and was like, It's happening. (laughs) And that's when it started, and he turned the water into wine. So don't let the enemy prolong your victory because it's just right around the corner. I've had so much change happen in just the short amount of time. When I finally made that decision in my heart to just say yes and to keep moving forward and to keep pressing on, I've seen so much change in my life. You're only one step away from overcoming your circumstance. Whatever it is to you, you're one step away. So agree with who God says you are and take responsibility when he brings up the stuff in you that disagrees with what he says. We have everything we need in the kingdom to conquer. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would remove... Anything that the enemy would just bring in that would try and block us from walking fully in our destiny and fully in who we are.